0: It can't be that bad. Oh, 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 it can't be that bad.
1: I, I was reading about Alex Ross, and then I discovered that he'd done like pretty much the same thing for Marvel about three years earlier, uh-huh. called The Marvels, and it's a, a a book that takes place between like the 20s and the 70s or the 80s, and it's pretty much like this guy who lives in New York and watches these marvel superheroes come out
0: which is a crazy perspective usually we're seeing the perspective of the the superheroes superheroes. and you
1: get to see them talking in avengers mansion and they're like what do we do but this is from the point of view of a person on the ground a lot of stuff is from the ground looking up at the heroes flying and doing stuff in the sky Mm -hmm. it's the art again alex ross's art is impeccable uh when i get my own place and i'm rich and famous i'm gonna have his art all over all walls,
0: plastered all over the yeah. walls, dude. But uh this is not a podcast about comic books, sadly. No, nah,
1: I wish it was. But we will eventually it can do be podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. It can be podcasts. It can
1: be comics.
0: <laughs> it can be a podcast about comics. Uh, yeah, I'm missing. Okay, I'm true.
1: missing a bunch of words. There's uh,
0: at least three or four words in that sentence that are missing. But
1: welcome, we welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were you gonna say, dude? We have a. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But let's welcome the audience because we do know how to do that. Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of I-C-B-T-B. ICBTB,
1: or it's also known as "It Can't
0: Be That Bad" podcast. podcast. Uh, That's uh, my right, name folks. is
1: Alejandro Jeffrey Adrian Mendoza Middleton.
0: My name is Christian Tiano, or if you want to be spicy with it, De Año Baltazar. I, do you like your last name?
1: Middleton? Yeah. Um I think it's interesting that I have a Mexican first name and a British last name.
0: You have a whole lot of different things in your name. Mhm. Alejandro Jeffrey Adrian Mendoza Middleton. You yeah. need two
1: accents to say my name.
0: Yeah, really. That that is impressive for the for the person saying it. My name, um I love my last name. B- Baltazar is a pretty badass name and I've I've been given many compliments. But you know what I dislike about my last name? Oh are all the fucking jokes that people make out of my last name would you like to list the jokes that people make out of my last name alex
1: ball taser okay that's one ball taster that's two ball shaver
0: that's three literally it's ball insert any verb here but it has to
1: have like a a v or a z in it yeah i've heard um christian balls are sore (laughs) Mm, that's a good one (laughs) recently i did say to you the other day christian's balls are large Balls are large. And you're like, ooh, I've never heard that one. I was one. like,
0: I like that. Christian's yeah. Balls
1: are Large. Mr. Ball Design. Christi- I don't want to make a sound. It was out a rap. It was a rap when I <laughs> said it, so it sounded good. Now hearing it without the cadence sounds bad. But... Yeah,
0: uh, standalone, it's not in- as impressive.
1: You know what is a great last name? What? Shaft. That's right. <laughs> is that why you brought it up? Because when you first brought it up, I didn't know what was happening. No,
0: I didn't, but that's
1: what you call <laughs> improv. Segue. Boy.
0: Oh. Oh, we were not on the same wavelength there, but we can be in the same wavelength.
1: I'm on wavelength B-A.
0: And I'm also on wa- wavelength, uh, typo.
1: <laughs> so let's get on the same wavelength.
0: Uh-huh. Beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. There you go. Thank you for adjusting the knobs. And we are back on track, folks. Today we are talking about Shaft.
1: Shaft. He's a bad, bad mother.
0: mother. Ooh. What did you say? He's a bad mother. Fucker. Wow. Oh, just wait. We're not supposed oh. to say it. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about the 1970 Shaft. We're nah. not talking about the 2009 Shaft. I think 2000 Shaft. 2001. I think it's no, it's straight up 2000. I'm giving you the answer right here. <laughs> Why are you still guessing,
1: dude? We're not talking <laughs> about the 2006 Shaft.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about
1: 2019 Shaft. Yeah, 2019.
0: Although Samuel L. Jackson never ages. No, he ages like a normal person.
1: That man is 70.
0: He looks the same though.
1: Black don't crack.
0: You you put some uh you, you put some Jerry curls on that guy. It looks like he's from uh, Pulp Fiction.
1: Uh, There's three generations of Shaft in this movie.
0: Yes, and it gets very confusing. Uh,
1: what's the gentleman's name who plays old oldest Shaft? Uh, something uh tr- tree round tree. Richard Roundtree.
0: That's what it is. Uh,
1: he's only six years older than Samuel L. Jackson.
0: But he plays his father in this movie.
1: And looks a hundred years older than Samuel L. Jackson. But they just
0: kind of like told him to hunch over a little bit and they just dyed his hair gray. No, or just left his, it gray.
1: No. Samuel just cuts his hair.
0: Samuel L. Jackson is bald, so you can't tell really how old he is.
1: Bald. Um, let's jump into the nitty, nitty, gritty.
0: Yeah, nitty, nitty, gritty.
1: Gotta have really good diction singing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the
0: nitty-gritty uh, committee. The itty-bitty, nitty-gritty committee? The itty-bitty, nitty-gritty committee. I'm down for that.
1: Uh, there's only two of us. That's why it's so itty-bitty. <laughs> um, Shaft was released in 2019, rated R, and has a runtime of 112 minutes. That is one hour, 52 minutes. Thank for you for those the translation. Who don't understand how one hour works. We watched a movie called Shaft. It was released in 2019, rated R. It has a runtime of 112 minutes. It's got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb and 32% on The Rotten Tomatoes. It is also rated 0.5 out of 4 um, from Roger Ebert. But there is a Google rating. Okay. Would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of the movie Shaft?
0: 86%.
1: Incorrect. 91. Wow. A lot of people like this movie. Yeah. People enjoy Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, This movie is starring Samuel L. Jackson, Jesse Usher, Richard Roundtree, Alexandria Ship, Regina Hall, uh, and Method Man. Yeah um i fell deeply in love with alexandra ship and
0: she plays sasha who is the love interest of the newest shaft and she looks
1: good when i was reading about this movie um when i downloaded it it said that usher was in it it didn't say jesse usher i was it freaking just out said usher because like in the beginning credits
0: <laughs> it i says saw usher. it saw i saw usher it says jesse usher but my oh. eyes
1: easily went to usher and i, I was like is, is, Usher, is Usher's first name Jesse? Is this a musical? <laughs> uh oh, a shaft musical would be crazy. Um Shaft in Africa might be my favorite real shaft movie. Is that a real thing? It came out in seventy three. Really? There was how many shaft movies
0: existed in the 70s Uh, and like where has shaft been because is it similar to james bond where it it revolves around this
1: no i they explain it in the Shaft movie where samuel jackson first picks up in 2000 you were right it is 2000 yeah um he is richard roundtree's nephew and then at the end of shaft he find out that he's actually richard roundtree's son Mm um i'm sorry what was your question I have no clue at this point, but I am curious about this family tree because
0: I was highly confused about how people were related in this movie.
1: Yeah. Richard Roundtree is OG Shaft. Is OG Shaft. He yes. had a son, Samuel L. Jackson, but was not a good father and, was, and told him that he was his uncle. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the movie- Because that's how you get away with things. You say you're an uncle. Yeah, oh no, I'm your uncle. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of it, uh, you find out that that's actually his dad. And then in this movie, we're following Shaft's son, mm-hmm. whose father, whose mother, Regina Hall- Yes.
0: Um, Who I'm also a big fan of because she is hilarious, especially when Regina she gets Hall, mad.
1: Or did I just make a big No, mistake? it is
0: Regina Hall. For sure, Regina Hall. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because honestly, the only one I was looking at in this entire movie. Oh, was Sasha. Alexandria. Shit. And you did a little bit of research, and you know what other movies she
0: was in, right? I you do.
1: If I if my phone was not an Android, you told
0: me she was in X Men, the new the new franchise. She has, of Yeah, X-Men. she
1: plays Psylocke. I, or she, no, I, she's
0: New Storm, dude. New Storm, and I like New Storm. New Storm has a mohawk, and it works, especially she's in on straight Hurt. out of Compton.
1: Uh, and also in that movie, Jexy. Oh, with the with the evil Siri. I would like to see evil Siri. Um... Shaft Jr. is looking for his father. I guess I should read the synopsis in case you don't know anything about Shaft. Synopsis. John Shaft Jr. may be an FBI cybersecurity expert, but to uncover the truth behind his best friend's untimely death, he needs an education that only his dad can provide. Absent throughout his childhood, the legendary John Shaft agrees to help his son navigate the heroin-infested underbelly of Harlem, New York. Besides, the locked and loaded Shaft has his own score to settle both professional and personal. Directed by Tim Story, it had a budget of $35 million. Do you want to guess how much money this movie made? Um,
0: I'm going to say $50 million.
1: No, this movie flopped. It made $21 million. What? It Did it even make its make money its back? didn't make its money back.
0: Are you serious?
1: Nope. Even on the low end of the spectrum of its budget, some people say it made, uh, had a $30, 000, uh, $30 million budget. Still, it didn't make its money Question
0: back. Question for you. Did this movie come out in all theaters? Because... When the trailer dropped, I didn't hear much of it, and when I w- started going to movie theaters, I didn't see it everywhere. So what's the deal with that?
1: Uh, it did have a wide release. I do remember seeing seeing it everywhere, but I do see that it released in Nigeria first uh-huh. before anywhere else. Really? Yeah, that's a weird thing to do. Um, I did
0: not know that. They got the hookup before we did.
1: It was also, I believe, distributed by Netflix in the other streaming country. service Netflix yeah uh, I believe we got it in theaters and we're the only country who did
0: uh, and then everywhere else got it on Netflix. Through Netflix so other places got it for 8 bucks a month or 12 bucks a month
1: I don't know euros 16 yeah, euros so
0: whatever the fuck <laughs> it is over there and, um, the rubies I don't
1: know what they use um and we had to pay to see it in movie theaters? I had to pay twice because the first rental that I paid for, for it didn't download right. So I had to go then and download it again from Amazon instead. You did? Yeah. I had to
0: I had to try to stream it twice because the first time I watched it was on the airplane back from New York. So I watched it on like the Southwest app and then I fell asleep and then I tried finding it and I had to buy it off of YouTube.
1: Lame. it's
0: kind of lame that i couldn't watch this off of the streaming
1: service that of the company that produced this i get confused since we're talking about three levels of shafts yes between people who are the second and people who are juniors
0: oh man this 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 thought gives me a headache
1: because i was thinking the same exact thing because you could be the second and be the son of a junior yeah but wouldn't that technically make you the third
0: Right? That would, because that means you were you the point, third in line.
1: Austin Scott. He is the third. And I believe his dad is Austin Scott the second, But not a junior. And yeah, and his dad is Austin Scott. I believe, I think, Austin Scott's granddaddy is Austin Scott flat.
0: So is it upon the parents' jurisdiction to put... Jurisdiction?
1: Yeah. I think slap. decision is the word.
0: <laughs> I'm going to stick with jurisdiction hard. Um, <laughs> hard.
1: <laughs> That's something you got for me. <laughs>
0: Oh, like a nice little pause. A little like nah. A nice little uh, sprinkle of emphasis.
1: Before we started this episode, Christian was trying to think of all the words that I've rubbed off on him with.
0: Yeah, I because after talking to you at least once a week for a few hours on end, you know, I'm gonna I'm starting to adopt words from your vernacular and start. I'm starting to put in mine, right?
1: Nick so, Lowe used to do that too. I you worked with her so much uh-huh. when we were bartenders that eventually she started talking like me, and people would be talking to her and they'd be like, "Why are you talking like Alex?" Wow, really? Like, uh,
0: particular inflections and just like her intonations. My cadence. She had
1: my cadence down. The da 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 da
0: Yeah, you do have a certain way. You have a certain way of speaking. Oh no,
1: that's not what I'm talking about. She used to do that impression of me really well.
0: No, oh. oh, that's not. Yeah, and you do this whole hand <laughs> no, thing. No, that isn't. And it does. It does uh, cause a lot of attention to steer over that way because you have large fingers, like I've said. Yeah, in the past. and I wear rings, and, and you, yeah. you wear rings. I want to
1: start painting my nails. Actually, you all of them. Yeah, black.
0: All. Why are you? Is everything okay?
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> I don't know if work will like it though.
0: <laughs> Probably not, dude.
1: I'll do it. Uh, what is your
0: reasoning? It's cool, bro. Why not? Uh,
1: but why? But why not?
0: No, I want to hear your reasons. Why I ask first.
1: My reason is why not. What?
0: That's not even a reason. That's it's a just great a, reason. No, that's you're just answering a question with a question. Sure. Yeah.
1: But you just, but uh, the, the, <laughs> I'm reason, just curious. The, the reason is why not? What, yeah, what, why not? what would stop me from, what would stop me from doing it? Nothing would stop me from doing it. Okay. So why no. not do it? Uh, I don't know. What's your reason? Why would you think I shouldn't? Why do you seem to think that there's a reason why I shouldn't do it? Then. I just, cause you're just, asking me why. I just was surprised. I just, cause
0: it, I just didn't think you would do that.
1: Well, you think I'm not man enough to paint my nails? No. I get manicures. Yeah. I get, that, yeah, oh, I get pedicures. Pres-
0: have you gone to pedicure? Multiple times. Really? Yeah. How's it
1: feel? Great. They put those little foam things in between your toes? Yeah, because they got to keep your toes separate so they can dry when they put paint on them. Oh, I thought
0: they did that because it's
1: comfy. <laughs> no, they did it to dry your nails.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Or to keep them from touching so they don't smudge.
0: You trying to go to a pedicure together?
1: No, I can't go with another man. Why? I have to go with a female.
0: Okay, so you've gone in the past with a female?
1: Always with a female.
0: You've never gone by yourself? No. What's wrong with
1: going by yourself? I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> All Anyways, right, let's get back to you this you know who movie? would be that confident. Shaft, dude. John Shaft the second. Definitely not the third. John Shaft the third would for
0: sure. He would go by himself. Wait, wait. Correction. He's not John Shaft the third. He's John JJ. Shaft
1: JJ Junior. Man. God damn it! This is gonna be confusing. JJ would go by himself. Mm-hmm. JJ would go and then like his mom would walk by and be like. Sick invite, yeah, and well, then it would have gone with you, and then like they would know also the girl who's working on his nails, and she'd be like, Oh, Regina, Hall, we know you are <laughs> coming too. Come sit down. Good impersonation of a
0: nail salon worker,
1: yes, thank you. I've been working on it for months. You got by fire, <laughs> um, you got got fire. <laughs> they wouldn't ask you, no, if you had, I a
0: feel from. like, uh, that's that's true. They, they could ask whatever the hell they want, but. For the listeners out there that haven't seen this movie, let's break down these different levels of Shaft. So, um, old Shaft is the OG Shaft from the '70s, Richard Roundtree. Yeah, um, two thousand Shaft is Samuel L. Jackson, just basically playing Samuel L. Jackson, yelling, saying "motherfucker" a bunch of times and throughout he's this film. Shaft. The second Shaft, the second, yep. And then JJ, this new Shaft is of a different ilk. That's something I got from you. Uh, played by Jesse Usher. Wait, what do you get from me? Ilk. Ilk. Because you always say, oh, uh, he's of the same ilk of this guy. You know. well, I never noticed. Yeah, you say that a lot. Um, but Jesse Usher He works in the police department but He works for the FBI The FBI, I'm mm-hmm. sorry But not as your typical detective He's He is an IT worker An, 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 anal- an analyst An analyst most, Which
1: most of uh, FBI work and CIA, NSA work is analysis uh-huh. um, That's why they have such big buildings Like the, the amount of people who go out and do James Bond work is very small Especially uh-huh. with technology and things like that It's almost all done uh, on Facebook
0: Wow. But I do think that work is, it's important, but like they downplay it hard. One of my favorite jokes
1: throughout the whole thing uh, is that JJ doesn't like guns. Yes. And he's adamant that he doesn't want to use guns. He doesn't want to, he doesn't like guns. He'd much rather have a debate Uh, about like, why, like, why do we need so much violence? He's like Mm -hmm. such a millennial. He's like a pacifist. He's such a millennial, dude. Uh, and then, and then when he finally has to use a gun is really good at shooting guns. And everyone's like, what? And he's yes. like, he's like, I said, I didn't like guns. Not that I don't know how to use them. And,
0: <laughs> and let's break down this part because this was a, it was a cool scene. So he's having dinner. He finally asks Sasha well, let's,
1: to dinner. Let's get there. Let's, ex- that's cause this is like in this the third act. Right in the yeah. middle. Okay. Um, let's get there. So this movie is about JJ's uh, quest to find out who killed his friend basically and his friend uh they're both veterans no his just his friend's a veteran just his friend is his friend's a veteran and like came back from iraq or the middle east um and then is having trouble with like ptsd i guess yeah right he he goes through
0: depression and he's a he's a recovering addict is what it is that's
1: also yeah, a heroin addict Mm -hmm. um and then he starts having like some weird troubles and then ends up Killing himself. Yeah. And everyone's really shocked and everyone can't really believe it. And JJ thinks it smells fishy. People yeah, people think that he just overdosed, but
0: it's it's kind of odd. Like he he was clean, like the the evidence doesn't add up. And so he starts he starts diving deep. He starts going to the mosque where um uh where his friend goes and was asking a bunch of people a bunch of questions, and he eventually is led to this building. Where And J.J., he's kind of a, he's like, like I said, a pacifist. He's a nice guy. He goes into this sketch building talking to these thugs. In Harlem. In Harlem.
1: And he has no weapons on him. Boom. Gets knocked out. Well, and he actually finds the guy who supposedly sold the drugs to his friend, Manuel. Yes. Who is like the godfather of that slum, mm-hmm. of that building. Um, it also happens to be that Manuel is the guy that Samuel L. Jackson's also looking for. No, the guy that Manuel's working for, Gordito. Gordito, yeah. And so there's this whole conflict because... Yes, yeah, so all these names are ridiculous, and I did just sigh because I realized how dumb we sound. Gordito, yeah, we co- we sound like we're, we're making this up, We're super serious dude. into this. We're just like, and so Manuel turns to Gordito, and he's <laughs> trying to get Shaft Jr. in, Not the second. Um but no, this is this because this movie was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I did. I thought this was a fun action film. Mm-hmm. Um, of Samuel L. Jackson's films, he's doing all right. I mean, yeah. he's thoroughly making me laugh. Yeah. Um, thoroughly convinced that he could be, uh, under sixty. Yeah, he
0: looks young. <laughs> I mean, the way he's fighting, the way he's shooting, the way he's kicking, he looks. He looks like he's still limber.
1: One of my favorite scenes is when they find Manuel's. Handler or maybe it's Gordita's handler. The girl, the female who works uh, in the grocery store.
0: Oh yeah, her. I forget her name.
1: And uh, they walk in, and she picks up this bat. And Samuel Jackson reaches for his gun. Uh-huh. And his son's like, No, no, what are you doing? You can't pull. You can't pull out a gun. You can't. He's like, What? He's like, She pulled out a bat. And he's uh-huh. like, You can't hit her. She's a woman. And he's like, Hey. I'll whoop anybody. I don't give a shit. And he's like, that's misogynistic. He's like, no, what's misogynistic is you thinking that she doesn't deserve an ass whooping because she's got a bat. And Uh he's like, no, no, watch. I'll go talk to her. And he goes and talks to her. She hits him in the head with the bat. Gets hit. And then she goes to hit Samuel Jackson. He just pulls out a gun. And he's like, no, no. Mm -hmm. And he gets,
0: I don't remember. Does he get the information that he needs? Yeah.
1: Well, she kind of leads him on a little bit of a goose chase to kind of get her off the track. Yeah. Because she ends up being uh, a bigger bad guy than we think. Mm
0: hmm. Definitely. Um, I did like that there was more layers to this than they just being like a, an action flick that they were trying to revive. Because there was this whole conflict of like, oh, Samuel L. Jackson, um, uh, Shaft the II, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't there for J.J. as a kid because uh, of this
1: whole, what was the reason again? So it was kind of convoluted. Um, but the Yeah, reason I, was kind of It's the same reason why Shaft wasn't a father. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that? Yeah. original shaft because his life no, no, was no, 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 no. dangerous chef the second samuel jackson so in the beginning of the movie we have a flashback to the 80s when it's samuel jackson regina hall and baby usher in the car <laughs> and they get <laughs> shot at uh and there's glass all over the place and he freaks out and regina's like that's it we're leaving we can't take this life anymore and he lets them leave we find out later that Samuel Jackson let them leave and walk out of his life because he took it as the ultimate offense that somebody would attack him and his son in yeah. a car in his city of Harlem. Mm-hmm. So he vowed vengeance on this person who ended up being the same person Gordito who killed his partner. Was that also yeah, a thing? Yeah, I think Was I, I believe also it. a thing that they sprinkled on. Um, so he vowed vengeance on Gordito. Uh and then it just so happens that Gordito also killed Shaft's son's friend. Now Shaft's on the on the tail. Shaft has a reason. It's a little horseshoe-in, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's a father-son, father-son story.
0: Because after years of not speaking, JJ uh seeks help from Samuel L. Jackson, his mm-hmm. dad. And, and Alexandria Ship. Yep. And um we were led to believe that Samuel L. Jackson is doing this out of the kindness of his heart when Really, it's just a win-win situation. Not only do I get to spend it's, time with, with my, my son, son,
1: but I also get to fight Gordito.
0: Yep, and that leads to a whole conflict at the end of the movie. So I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, this movie does touch on a couple of other things. They talk on uh, like Islamophobia in American defense systems. Yes, they also talk about um, kind of the the separation between the older generations and millennials. Yeah. They talk about a couple of really, and they do it in like a funny yet understandable way yeah you know like you would think shafts would do it in a silly stupid way and it wouldn't have any real water to it um but i think and in, in my opinion of how like this uh for the next like five years the joke's gonna be that millennials are taking over and that everyone's like, what well, they don't know what they're doing because they're stupid young kids uh-huh. we're gonna be like no no, no we're like 30 now yeah, we're no longer youngins. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, not whippersnappers. That, that's the, what I think is like the riff that's coming right now is everyone's like, no, these are children. And we're like, no, no, no we're in like 30 now.
0: Yeah, we're full-fledged adults. Yeah, I think some
1: of the early millennials could now run for president, actually.
0: Yeah, at that point. Yeah, I think they're oh, 35 God. and up.
1: I don't even believe in the We're getting old. <laughs> what is it, 2019, 2019 anymore, But I think people? it should be a millennial. I'm sorry, continue.
0: People that were born in 2000, they're in the middle of college right now. You could be looking at a college student who looks like a full-grown person. There's kids in the NBA.
1: That were born in the 2000s. Kids in the NBA who watched LeBron's first season. Wow. And we're like, LeBron's the greatest person to ever play. And we're like, you never even saw Michael Jordan. And then yes. and then that's why like our parents are like, you never even saw Will Chamberlain. And, and mm-hmm. then their parents are like, you never even saw the Civil War. And then it's crazy. <laughs> and it goes, you've never even seen a cave. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately, the Civil War end cave. <laughs> that's uh, the history in between those two eras. It's a blur for me. <laughs> I believe history started July 4th, 1776.
0: Ah, uh, that's American history.
1: That's history.
0: Oh, that's just history flat. <laughs> that's what it's called, wow, history. you're a real American, aren't you?
1: That's right, right here. See this? The Constitution, tattooed on my arm.
0: Oh, oh Yeah, the Constitution,
1: uh, written in Spanish. <laughs> What's your son of a bitch? <laughs> we don't have a language here in America. It could be written in anything, okay? <laughs> Here's my thing about America.
0: <laughs> Greatest oh. country
1: ever made. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it was founded by... Gangsters. You know why I think that? Because Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson and all of them were like, you know what? Why the fuck are we paying taxes to Brits? We didn't even want to fight in their Indian War. So now we decide instead of doing their shit, we're just going to dump what they love the most into the fucking ocean. Wish- so we took tons and tons of tea and threw it in the Massachusetts Bay. And then their soldiers came in and were like, what the fuck are you doing? So a bunch of kids threw rocks <laughs> at the Redcoats and the Redcoats shot children. And that's what uh. the Boston Massacre was. And that's what started the Revolutionary War. Thank you, kids, for attending my TED Talk on history. This was how America got started by gangsters.
0: That's way more entertaining than reading it from a textbook in the seventh grade, I'll tell you that.
1: I would kill being a seventh grade history teacher, bro, Dude, if you, you wanted should to learn American it. history from me.
0: Because all I barely even learned American history in the seventh grade because all we were given was um, the, those pieces of paper. I think American paper.
1: history was eighth grade, actually.
0: One of the two. And uh, we just had to learn terms. Yeah. You remember just memorizing vocabulary? And I was like, I'm not learning from this. Yeah. Like, I know... I know just random terminology that has been used in the his- in history or in politics.
1: But- you know, you know why they taught us that kind of stuff. Why? Because that's how that's what the SAT test is on.
0: Ah, uh, that makes sense. It's it's all part of a structure. Yeah, they're, they're setting they're test- us up. They're, for they're teaching us
1: how to score high on tests, which is another flaw with the American public school system. But we can get into that on our other podcast. It is that bad. Uh, presidency under Trump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll sell. That'll. Dude, we'll get numbers from that. Welcome to our spinoff podcast from It Can't Be That Bad, which is originally about bad movies. Now we're talking about bad presidents and the bad educational systems. Number
1: one, Warren G. Harding, openly corrupt. Number two. (laughs) Number two, let's talk about Richard Nixon. Horribly great. He's a Californian through and through. I don't know. I don't like his
0: nose. I don't like that line on his nose.
1: (laughs) What's the meanest way I can say kike without getting kicked out of office? Why do you got to talk like you've got two testicles smacking in between the insides of your cheek? Listen, Harry Anslinger. You know, for <laughs> kids who didn't grow up with Rod- uh, Rodney Dangerfield, for <laughs> kids who didn't grow up with uh, Nixon, we can what? do a pretty good Nixon impression. <laughs> yeah, because all you
0: have to do is shake your face, man. Man, it, lo- it every single time Nixon speaks, I imagine boobs in his face, and he's just motorboating no, as he goes. No, dude,
1: he was a Quaker. He didn't get to play with boobs like that. <laughs> What's the best president impression you can do?
0: Um, At the moment, I guess it'd have to be Obama. But I, I can you can you do it right now? No, it's probably terrible. Try it. Hello. Uh, (laughs) It's just that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Um, I am President Obama, and uh, I'm trying to push forward something called Obamacare. Um, I think that uh, America is real fucked up right now, Um, and this is also Keegan Michael Key (laughs) as my anchor translator. Do you remember that
1: sketch? I do. That was a good sketch. Um, The other day I did that Bernie Sanders impression. You did. And that one was was pretty good. good. Um, It was um, good. Shocker that that one was actually kind of good. This is um, my impression of President Theodore Roosevelt. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: it? That's him getting shot before his (laughs) speech. He got shot before his speech and then did his speech before getting taken to the hospital. So that's a little another history lesson for you guys. Um, cool, dude. We can definitely cut out that last part about presidents, <laughs> <laughs> or keep it in. We totally could, guys. <laughs> we'll see how it happens. Best person on set award. Best person on set award for me
0: is definitely gonna go to Jesse Usher. Really? For this one, because of course Samuel Jackson's gonna kill it because he's a well-established actor, and that I think that'd be an easy cop out to just be like, give it's the e- yelling man. It's Easy to be one.
1: overshadowed by someone like Samuel Jackson for yeah. sure, and but, he holds his own
0: definitely um richard roundtree is fantastic but i don't think he's in the movie enough to
1: get get it you know my favorite one of my favorite fights about richard roundtree the scenes that he's in is Uh, when they have like the final fight oh yeah and the the guy pulls out the knife (laughs) and he's like oh hang on let me get mine and then he pulls out a gun and shoots him Uh uh-huh and then he picks up the (laughs) knife and chef's like are you using knives now and he's like no i shot the motherfucker (laughs) They don't give a shit, man. I, this movie's really funny.
0: These guys are badass detectives.
1: My best person on set award is Alexandria Ship. And is that solely based on her looks or no, her acting No, it's based jobs? on her acting. Okay. I've told you before. Talent, then looks.
0: All right. I'm going to challenge this. This statement that you always say. Okay. Because you're always saying, all women are beautiful, Christian. Correct. Whenever I say, do you think this person's pretty? You yeah. always say, all no, women, women are, beautiful. are beautiful. I agree. I'll boot you 10. Because- you you do sometimes choose best person best people on sets based off of their looks, but he, you always combat it by huh? saying, nope, it's because of their acting chops. What's the actress's name again? Alexandria Shipp. What is your favorite scene from her, and why did it move you, and why do you think she deserves a best person on set award?
1: Okay, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was the scene where he is shooting the gun, and she's watching him shoot. And no, it's not because like it's slowed down and meant to be sexual. It's because that's actually a callback to when Regina Hall is watching Shaft do the shooting because Shaft makes a joke about how Regina likes it when he gets in bar fights and stuff because it gets her all hot and heavy and in fact they have a real tender moment that he ruins by asking her for a kiss and so what that moment was to me was a callback to Regina Hall showing that young Shaft is not just Shaft metaphysically and metaphorically but he is also Shaft mentally and is able to prove to the women around him that he can protect them and save them just like his father did to his mother so her acting was proving to me that she understands the dynamic of the Shaft family That's
0: That seems like you're more impressed by the writing dude the writing the juxtaposition of that scene to the other scenes from the previous movies that has nothing that entire scene that you described she does not talk at all this is her entire scene and i know those of you guys just listening on your commute you cannot see this but this is how it looks (laughs) this
1: is gonna suck for people her mouth
0: is just open she she's just looking left and right and is turned on and amazed by these bullets flying in the air. That does not require acting, dude. But I will say she's great. I, I would love to see her in more films, but does she deserve the best person on said award? Back to my original proposition. Not proposition. My original statement. This, you only chose her because she is attractive. And I will full-heartedly agree with you on that. She's
1: good looking. But what you want is for me to admit that I like women for their looks more than their talent. Is that what you're looking I'm not looking saying for? more
0: for their talent, but... But this best person on the set award in particular is because of her looks. Come on, dude.
1: Yes, 100%. Her looks are. Oh my God. she's so pretty. She is so fucking pretty, bro. She's gorgeous. Oh my god, I can't even act. I I honestly couldn't even tell you one of the lines she said, but she is so pretty. She even does the lip biting thing that I say (sighs) isn't hot, but she does that. And even I, oh man. Girls out there, if you want to get a guy and if you want them. Except for me, don't bite your lips. Uh, it and, causes chapping
0: And if you do bite your lips Not too hard Because if it starts bleeding That's not attractive.
1: Like Megan Fox did in Jennifer's body
0: No Megan Fox was
1: killing it
0: I don't know if I really like Megan Fox now though She she still looks good but uh, Have I you think, ever seen her thumbs? I'm fine with thumbs dude Come on She
1: has toe thumbs
0: That's okay What? When you're when you're having sex with a girl Are you going to be looking at thumbs? You're going to be like Oh man I've completely lost it Actually at one point I may <laughs> Can you um what are you just gonna ask oh uh, can you put these two beanies
1: on your thumbs what <laughs> how big are her thumbs what is it paul Bunyan hands where they're so big that you can only cover her thumbs with beanies <laughs> things that are meant for your hat this is a ridiculous thing for you to be asking these are paul Bunyan sized hands uh, that you're asking to cover up folks before we sign off um
0: be sure to follow us on oh. Instagram on all of our socials. That's at icbtb podcast. If you don't follow it already and you've been listening for a while, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, um, but also st- follow us though. <laughs> yeah, but still follow us. Um, you could follow Alejandro at call. So, what is it? What is it, Christian? I don't know what where you put the underscore.
1: Dude. <laughs> you really? It's called underscore and All
0: right. If for those of you that didn't understand him because he did that with an accent, that's. At call underscore me Jesus. Call me underscore Jesus.
1: Call underscore me Jesus. There you go. It's uh, me Jesus.
0: Me Jesus. Call me Jesus. Um, mine is <laughs> at Christian has asthma. Um, folks, thanks for listening. um Don't forget to rate, review, follow, and subscribe everywhere you listen. Bye. Bye.